What you are about to see is crazy. Welcome back to another episode of The Pulse of Israel here in our eternal and ancestral homeland, Israel. If you support the work we do in being a voice of truth about Israel, the Jewish people, and the freedom-loving world, then please share this video, like it, subscribe to our Pulse of Israel newsletter, and if you can, donate. That would be great. We are a small voice in a big tech world out to censor voices like us. Okay, let's go into today's issue and bear with me. There are a lot of details here. The video you just saw took place last week in Samaria. What you witnessed is security camera footage of a terrorist approaching an IDF soldier, then this terrorist taking out a Molotov cocktail, lighting it, and then throwing the bomb at the soldier. Thankfully, the IDF soldier wasn't injured, but he could have been seriously injured and even killed. You also witnessed that the IDF soldier did not shoot at the terrorist. Now, that's weird, that's crazy. This made headline news in Israel last week with a whole media campaign against the soldier for not shooting the terrorist. That soldier has since been discharged from his unit because he did not react appropriately and shoot the terrorist like he should have. Now, on the one hand, many people might think, yeah, that's right, this soldier should get punished because he did not act appropriately. However, I wanna tell you the truth, and it's complex. I feel bad for the soldier. He is not totally at fault for not reacting appropriately. Not at all. I'm upset at the horrendous, uber-legalized rules of engagement that make it totally confusing for so many of us soldiers to know when we are allowed to shoot. It is the legal system, including Israel's, Israel's Supreme Court and then all the way down the justice system, that are responsible for the horrendous and very confusing rules of engagement all of us soldiers have to deal with and follow. And I'm upset at the high commanders that allow these super confusing rules of engagement to be imposed upon our soldiers. How do I know all this? Because I'm one of those soldiers. Every time I do reserve duty, I hear these rules of engagement, and they are totally confusing and wrong making it hard for all of us soldiers to correctly be prepared for split-second decisions that we soldiers have to make in order to protect innocent people and ourselves from terrorists. Here is a post a soldier made online in response to a journalist who's writing about this story, about this IDF soldier from last week. And he writes, Shalom Tzachi. That's the name of the reporter. As a soldier who served in the area of Kalkilia in Samaria, it is important for me to tell you that before we go out for an activity, it is emphasized to us that according to the rules of engagement, the only time we are allowed to shoot a terrorist with a Molotov cocktail is when he is in the act of throwing the bomb. If he is holding the bomb, but the bomb is not lit, we are forbidden to shoot him. We are also not allowed to shoot at the terrorist after he throws the bomb because he is then no longer a danger since he got rid of the bomb. Therefore, this soldier in the video was in a very problematic situation 
since he only has that split second during the act of throwing to shoot the terrorist. His officers also did not necessarily do anything wrong to be punished for in, in how they explained the rules of engagement to him. The rules of engagement are extremely stringent, and that is something that comes from the highest of ranks. Now, many other soldiers have also come out publicly saying how the rules of engagement are confusing, making it hard for them to act appropriately when having to deal in situations with terrorists. Bottom line, these soldiers are explaining for all of us quite clearly that according to current IDF rules of engagement, it is extremely problematic for a soldier to act appropriately. Do you understand how hard it is now for soldiers to make these split-second decisions of whether they are allowed to shoot? It is crazy and, I believe, immoral and wrong. This is the influence of super-progressivism via the Israeli legal system on our army. Our soldiers are in situations where they have split seconds to decide on how to stop terrorists. Yet, instead of acting out of reflex, they double and triple guess themselves on whether they will have legal backing to shoot or not. Now, imagine if this incident had ended differently and the soldier had shot and killed the terrorist before he threw the bomb. This video that you just saw which then would have shown him shooting the guy and killing the terrorist, would now be circulating around the world as headline news showing how IDF soldiers are monsters and that we kill innocent Palestinian Arabs. Right? That's exactly what would be going on. And that is what Israel's legal establishment and higher up ranks of the IDF are afraid of. They don't want to deal with the horrendous fallout of fake news of a video like that that would make us look bad to the world. So they prefer to make extremely stringent rules of engagement that make it harder for us, IDF soldiers, to do what is necessary to protect. That is what makes me furious. Now, as this Israeli right-wing journalist posted on his Twitter account in Hebrew, I'm translating to the English, if a soldier shoots, he is court-martialed. If a soldier doesn't shoot, then he is discharged. This was in response to an earlier tweet of an IDF presentation describing the rules of engagement for soldiers where it is written in black and white that a Molotov cocktail is not even considered a dangerous weapon for IDF soldiers to have permission to react to. Seriously, folks, this is the crazy uber-progressivism we have to deal with. I began speaking about this extremely dangerous situation for IDF soldiers back in March 2016 when an IDF soldier by the name of Elor Azaria shot a terrorist that had already been shot and lay injured on the ground. Without going into all the details, Elor Azaria was arrested and put on trial for manslaughter for killing the terrorist. His defense was that he thought the terrorist on the ground was still a danger, so he immediately shot the terrorist again to neutralize him and put an end to the potential threat from that terrorist. For that, Elor Azaria was considered a killer by the legal establishment. Once upon a time, that was the ethos of the Israeli army, to neutralize terrorists. But not so anymore because of these rules of engagement. You know what? In that split second that Alor Azaria had to decide what to do, where is the presumption of innocence for a soldier trying to do his duty to protect? Let's go with it. Let's say it was a mistake. Alor is not a killer. He made a split second decision trying to defend and making the right decision to protect people. 
Now, with 2020 hindsight vision and, and, and investigating, if found out that he did make a mistake, then give him a, a punishment privately. But don't court-martial the guy in front of world headline news and make it an international news item and treat him like a killer. If the world wanted to deal with that like that way, well, we don't have to make him, a, we don't have to do that to him. This is not the way to give support to frontline defenders who have split seconds to decide how to act. At the time of Elora's court case, I and many others were vocal that this headline court case against him would be detrimental to all of our IDF soldiers' abilities to do their job. That instead of thinking how to stop terrorists, they would have to spend precious time double and triple guessing themselves and their actions whether they should shoot or not out of fear of being court-martialed for choosing wrong. We called it the Azaria effect. And unfortunately, we have been proven right as this recent case from last week is only one of the latest cases that highlights how soldiers are stuck in that situation. That is wrong. That is not how we are supposed to fight terrorists. That is how the terrorists beat us because they know we hardly shoot at them. Here is what I said after Elor Azaria's trial back in January 2017. I am furious, and I'll tell you why I'm furious, and I'll tell you why this is unjust. I've been following this. I've been following the testimonies. The biggest issue I have is the, the testimony of many of the officers and soldiers involved changed. There are two versions of their testimony. The version that they said immediately after the incident took place, and then the testimony in the court. Guess what? The testimony that they said immediately after the incident took place did not put the blame on him. And it was saying that he moved and that he shot because, because the terrorist moved even though he was down on the ground. The soldier's testimony in this court case changed. And the mass media is not telling you that. The best, the best person to read up on the facts of this court case is Moshe Ibergen of the Midah website. Look up Moshe Ibergen. Unfortunately, his articles are only in Hebrew. He shows, he shows the, the fact that their testimonies change in court from initially of what they said immediately afterwards. I am furious. He was set up and he is paying a price. He personally is paying a price. But let me tell you something. The worst price is the fact all Israeli citizens will pay and all Israeli soldiers will pay. Do you know how many seconds we have to make a decision whether to pull on the trigger in order to save people's lives? Split second decisions. This court case, this verdict, putting, it, putting an IDF soldier in jail for manslaughter, for killing a terrorist who just committed a terrorist act. It's going to put every soldier to be thinking twice, three times, four times before pulling the trigger. And because of that, People will be killed and injured, including innocent civilians and those soldiers. This is outrageous. This is due to a galut mentality of many of our leaders in the army as well. And yes, I am calling out the ex 
foreign, uh, defense minister Bugia alone for himself having this galut mentality, who has led in very much this crusade against El Arazaria, even from the beginning, they don't want to upset the world. They want to show the world, oh, we're a place of justice. We even put our soldiers up for trial. No, you do not need to prove to the world that. We prove to the world every day that we stand up for justice. In every day. And we have to stand strong against terrorism. And be an example to the world against terrorism. Terrorists get killed or should get executed. Not be freed from jail. Israel has been a horrible example of freeing terrorists from jail. They know it's kindergarten. They go to jail and they get educated. They get a college degrees, they organize other terrorist acts from jail. They know that one day they will be released because they, Israeli soldiers are then kidnapped and then deals are made. It is a joke. The Israeli justice system, including the military justice system, has to be realigned according to Jewish values of justice. Justice for the terrorists and justice for innocent Israeli citizens and soldiers. You know what should have happened to Arazaria if what was done was considered a mistake? He should have been reprimanded, not sent to a court and sent to jail on manslaughter. For goodness sake, he is a trained soldier. We are trained to kill. It was a terrorist on the ground. Let's say he made a mistake. It was in a split-second decision because of what he thought was dangerous. You think it's a mistake? Reprimand him. Do not send a soldier to jail based on an incident of, of combat. So the terrorist was on the floor. Do you know the fear of a terrorist being on the floor who potentially has a, a suicide bomb on him? All he needs to do is press a button to put that let make that suicide bomb go off. How do we know he did not have a suicide bomb? He could have had a suicide bomb. Elor Azaria did the right thing. Again, you think he made a mistake? Then give him a reprimand. Do not send a soldier to jail. This is ludicrous. This is unjust. This is immoral. And again, the people who are going to pay the price are innocent Israelis, Jews and Muslims, folks. There are plenty of Muslims who are hurt in terror acts. They're also going to pay the price for this injustice. And Israeli soldiers who are now going to have to Think twice, three times, four times before pulling a trigger in any incident. This is ludicrous. This is unjust. This is immoral. There is so much more to say. I'm just so furious and I'm so sad that this soldier, El Harazaria, has to pay the price of an unjust justice system, more concerned with how the world looks at us than of us standing up for truth and justice as an example for the world. Now, I just want to add on a positive note. We have amazing idea of soldiers and commanders. Even though the aggressive, progressive agenda of protecting our enemy over protecting ourselves continues to entrench itself via the legal system, we will overcome. We are home in our ancestral homeland, and we are blessed to have our own army, the IDF, to protect ourselves. We will overcome the challenges of this progressive left to ensure that we keep Israel as safe and secure as possible. 
I'm not raising these issues to complain, but to raise public awareness about them so that we can gain the public support necessary to make the changes that are necessary so that we can truly protect ourselves in a truly moral way. Protecting the rights of our terrorist enemies over our own rights to live and our right to self-defense is not moral. That is immoral. Part of bringing about the change is being vocal about this very important issue. So if you agree with me that this is important, not just for Israel, but for the whole freedom-loving world, then please share this video. Pulse of Israel, frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.